Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in the Ivy League, a look inside the ancient 18s in the Ivy League and their upcoming games with all of the stats, trends, and analysis that you want to hear. And now, here's your host, Tom Barton. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in the Ivy League. I am Tom Barton, and we have a lot to do this week. We had our first Friday, Saturday, back-to-back of the season, and it felt good to finally have Ivy League basketball back on the back-to-back. I absolutely love it. Uh, Guys, I'm Tom Barton from TomBartonSports.com. Go check me out, TomBartonSports.com. Tom Barton Sports over on Twitter. Tom Barton Sports on YouTube. I could always use the subscribers there. Like, comment on all the videos I do. It's besides just the Ivy League, so I do everything there as well. But I want to get into the Ivy League schedule right away here because we did have a pretty cool back-to-back weekend. It just feels good when the Ivy Leagues are playing on Friday and Saturday. I love it. I I love the back-to-back nature of it, maybe just because I'm used to it. But I've always enjoyed the back-to-back nature. And I've always found uh, from a perspective, you know, fan of the Ivy League, somebody that that is just getting into it, to try to explain to them how teams have to navigate around the Friday-Saturday schedule is just great. And, and it is. It's an alluring part of what the Ivy Leagues do. So I'm glad that it's back. So let's go take a look back, and then we'll look forward at this week. Uh Princeton, Columbia, Princeton beat Columbia down big time in New York, 68 to 49. There were some questions about Princeton coming in. Uh, They were trying to kind of consider themselves the class of the conference. And I think that this was a slip up point that they could have slipped up and they could have gotten themselves into a little bit of problems here against a relatively good Columbia team. But now they've won four in a row. They had absolutely no problems in this one. And while you look back and you go, you know, Columbia, uh, they only scored 68. Well, they pulled the dogs off again. They pulled everybody off because you tried to kind of take it easy if you got a 20-point lead, which they did, getting ready for the next game. So Princeton is trying to establish themselves as the class of this conference, going to Columbia. Yeah, they absolutely did that. Columbia, meanwhile, look, they would, they're just not, they're not among the top two or three elites. And they're going to play surprisingly well at times, but it's games like this that remind you exactly who the Columbia Lions are. Cornell, I mentioned Cornell last week. I said, is Cornell for real? Are they the team that we're going to be looking at as being for real? Can their offense carry them? Well, they certainly did on Friday. Cornell, 88-69, to absolutely dominating Penn, and they want to be shown that they are the class of the conference. Cornell absolutely jumped out in front on this one, 41 points in the first half. But 41-37, it was the second half. They're 47 there, and their defense kind of came to play in the second half. The 
you know, look, Penn Quakers put up a pretty good offensive showing, putting up 69 points, but Cornell just off to the races. Uh, you look at Williams with 13.6 rebounds, six assists leading the way. Great job by Cornell, proving that, yes, they can sustain this with pure offense. Dartmouth upset Yale, 81-77, in a game where Yale was a predominant favorite at home. Knowing at 17 wasn't necessarily his fault, but now all of a sudden, Yale losing to Columbia and to Dartmouth in back-to-back weeks. Wow. I mean, absolutely wow. You start to look at Yale in a tilted head, different kind of light. Yeah, they still have, you know, they got their wins and they're right in this thing. But losing at home to Dartmouth after what we watched last week, we all needed and expected Yale to bounce back here, and they just flat out didn't. They fell on their face defensively. It was a one-point game at the half, and then giving up 47 points in the second half to Dartmouth. Wow. Nezovic for Dartmouth, great job. 24 points and six boards uh, for him leading the way for Dartmouth. And then an overtime thriller in a game that at the time went back to a pick'em. It was a two-point two-point spread for most of the week, and then it went to a pick'em game, and it proved to be every bit as much between Brown and Harvard. Brown's a feisty team, and this is a Harvard game that was on the road. It was a tough game. Harvard did win in overtime, 70-68. to It was a really hard-fought Harvard win, and you're starting to see that things are not going to come easy for Harvard this year. Yeah, they could, they could be among the tops, but Harvard and Yale, both of them, things are not coming easy against anybody here. Uh, Ledlam, 21 points, 9 rebounds. I mentioned him as being the focal point going into this game. That's exactly what he was. Let's go to Saturday, and Saturday we have Dartmouth against Brown. Dartmouth, after that big win, they go to Brown. Like I said, Brown can be an interesting team. They are now 8-8. Eight and eight. They go, Dartmouth goes, and they go down 77-70. They played a good game. Uh, they were in this game the entire time. Uh, Alicum with 17 points. Uh, but you look at Brown, and you go, no, they are that feisty team, especially at home, and they felt like they should have won against Harvard the night before, and they weren't able to kind of upend them. So this Takes a little luster off, but look, Brown was two points away from having a 2-0 weekend. Got to give them a little credit, and they are on the upswing. Dartmouth, after that big win, you had to expect an emotional letdown on the next night, which again goes to speak about the back-to-backs. Penn, Columbia. Columbia gets beaten up at home, and Columbia is showing that they are probably the worst team in this conference, I think, pretty easily. Penn taking all their frustration out on the night before. 84-55, they absolutely dominated uh, Dingle with 33 points leading the way for Penn, who absolutely just crushed Columbia. There's nothing else you can say about it. 45 points in the second half for Penn. Penn's offense has come to play. Penn's offense is playing really well, but that was a frustration game. Yale bounced back after two losses. They bounced back at home, beating Harvard 58-54. I mentioned Ludlum was going to be big. He was big, but he wasn't big enough. 15 points, 14 boards for Harvard, but Jarvis 18 points and eight rebounds for Yale. I think Jarvis basically just put it in his own uh, pocket and said, look, I am just absolutely going to win this game. Harvard, two close games, go one and one. You can't get upset about losing to Yale, except that Yale was reeling. It kind of gave him a little bit of life here. Princeton beats Cornell 75-68, and here we had the question, is Cornell for real? Could their offense overtake Princeton and become the class of this? Well, they held to under 70 points, which doesn't happen a lot for Cornell. In a game that the over-under, I talked about it last week. I said, oh, man, I kind of, I'm looking at that over-under, and I think it's going to be pretty high. Yeah, it was 153 and a half, so this one goes over. Princeton's defense, give them credit. They scored, they scored 75. 
Okay, so everybody could score on Cornell, but they held that Cornell offense to only 68 points. That was the difference in the game. Cornell is going to live and die this year based strictly 100% on what they can do offensively. Can they get out and dare teams to run with them? And can they get out and dare teams to keep pace? Most of the Ivy Leagues are not going to be able to keep that pace. Most of the Ivy Leagues, as we've seen this year, they're they're not going to be able to keep up a pace where you're going to have to score well into the 70s to assure yourself a win against a pretty good team. No, it's not going to happen. But against the elite competition like Princeton, yeah, it it, it can happen. And that's my, my concern about Cornell where I wanted to jump on this team, but it does get me a little bit nervous when you're sitting back and you're talking about what they can be as opposed to what they actually are. I think that they, they cannot get by with what we've been watching defensively from this team and strictly just on an offensive side. Let's go to Friday where Yale versus Cornell is going to be the game here. And, and this is a spot here, guys, where Cornell once again as sort of a prove-it game. And I know I've said quite a bit here that Cornell has had to have a bunch of prove-it games this year, but that's the mindset that they're in. When you play this kind of style and you can play this kind of offensive, you know, output type of game, you are going to be in a lot of prove-it games. And when you're in a lot of prove-it games, a lot of times you're going to come up short. Unfortunately, it's not. It's just the way that that things work here. So I'm looking at, this Cornell team. And I'm not going to say that they're not for real. They certainly haven't looked like they were for real uh, this year because of their defense. That is a one game slip up though, against Princeton. I think they bounced back here and Yale has been reeling. Look, they did beat Harvard, but they have lost two of the last three against two teams that they should have beaten. Now they go into Cornell. Yale, by the way, offensively. Yeah. They only put a 58 against good Harvard team, but they let up 81 against Dartmouth the week before that. They've let up, uh, you know, big numbers in spurts here, 71 to Butler, 77 or 72 to Stony Brook. They want to play that slow down game. I wonder if Cornell could make them race and get through that speed game. Let's go on to Saturday. Penn, Dartmouth. Penn, look, they, they've got to win this game on the road. I know, again, Dartmouth can have those games like against Yale where they really just put everything together and look really good. But, Generally speaking, Dartmouth has problems scoring against Vermont, CU, CCSU, and Boston, uh, South Florida, UMass. They scored under 60 in all those games. Scored 63 against Cornell in a fast-paced game. Then this 81-point breakout. I think Penn is in a spot where you have to rely more upon your defense here. They held Columbia to 55. We're not going to see that again. But I think that Penn should have their way with Dartmouth. It is a road game, but their defense is much better. Columbia takes on Harvard. Here's the Harvard get-right game, right? I mean, you look at Harvard's schedule, and they haven't had that kind of cakewalk type of game really all year. They went out to the West Coast and took on UC Irvine. Then they come back against Kansas. They took on Maine, which was an overtime game. Then they took on a three-point loss against Princeton. Beat Brown in OT, four-point loss against Yale. What we know about Harvard is they play close. I mean, they play close, but I think that we're starting to see with Columbia and the Lions, that they're just not there. You got blown out by Penn, blown out by Princeton. It's both at home. Now you got to go to Harvard. If there's a team that I like this weekend to absolutely flex their muscles and say, look, we're tired of these two and three point games, it's going to be Harvard. I know that's not their style of play, but I think Harvard can absolutely have their way up in Cambridge with Columbia. Then you have Princeton against Brown. Again, Brown is a feisty home team. 
And I don't know what the spread is going to be on a game like this, you know, whether the Vegas uh, number, but I would expect Princeton to be laying probably too many points against what I consider a feisty, feisty team that you can go out there and you can look at Brown and say, yeah, they can, they can upset some people. They can definitely do that. Let's go to Monday. Monday, we have four Ivy League games going off and in the afternoon. Cornell, Columbia. This is going to be the beatdown of beatdowns if it plays out the way that the season's played out. Columbia cannot keep pace at all. Cornell, uh, they still want to go out there and kind of put their hammer down. I wouldn't be surprised if Cornell scored like 90 in this game. Something to watch there. Harvard takes on Dartmouth. It should be a really good week in Cambridge. Dartmouth is traveling. Harvard has to go 2-0 this week. They have to go 2-0, and they have to become that talking point. Yale against Brown. Brown is feisty. Yale, they got to they gotta get out of this funk that they're in, and maybe the Harvard game sends them out of the funk. And then Princeton against Penn should be a pretty good game as well on Monday. There's still a lot to prove with Princeton in that spot. So I think it's a really, really telling week for what we just watched for Cornell. I get it. Um, it didn't turn out the way you wanted, but I, I still think that Cornell is still one of the top players here. It was a bad week for Yale, but it ended in a good way, and I think that all eyes have to be on Harvard this weekend. Harvard has two very easy, winnable games, uh, quote-unquote, and they've got to go 2-0. and All right, guys, enjoy the week. I'm Tom Barton for Believe in the Ivy League. The Believe Ivy League Network will be back, and you can bet on that. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.